What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. Today we're talking about red flags for chest weakness. I'm gonna to try to help you to identify whether you have any of these red flags that will help you to understand that you need to do something to strengthen your chest, to start to create a better looking chest and to overcome any imbalances that you may have developed over time. Now I can tell you this, if your chest looks like this, Jesse's chest, it's a major red flag whoa, right out there. Whoa, 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 Jeff, that's what I used to look like. Ah, this is what I look like. Ah. Actually, I appreciate you being here because I actually have a muscle marker here. And there you go. There's your red flag. So That's ridiculous. Anyway, guys, wear it like a scarlet letter, Jesse. Guys, I'm going to help you determine these. Now, one unique thing about the chest, unlike, let's say, upper scapular muscles, back muscles, you're not gonna see these weaknesses from postural appearance alone. Rounded shoulders could mean, yes, a tight chest, but it doesn't have to mean a weak chest. So I'm gonna to have to have you do some things with me here, play along, do some of the exercises, and you'll reveal the weaknesses very quickly. I'm gonna show you what to do to fix all of them once and for all. All right, guys, the first red flag that you wanna be careful of is when you're actually performing either a bench press or a dumbbell bench press or even a push-up as you're gonna see in a second. And it's what happens as you press the weight away from you. So now, when I'm down here, what's happening? Now we know that a properly executed bench press should have the shoulders pulled back and down. Or you've heard that tip many, many times before. And that's fine, because you can do that. But if you start to notice that the shoulders start to get in front of the chest, on every rep, especially as you start to fatigue, that would be a major red flag on top of a red flag, then you have a weak chest. Why is that happening? Because we know that the shoulders are gonna participate in pressing the dumbbells off of your chest, especially at the bottom. We're gonna to get to this in, a, in more detail in a second. But as I start to press, if my chest is weak, it's supposed to take the brunt of the load from here on the way up until it, the triceps really kick in. But if I don't have good strength there, then the shoulders are gonna to continue to try to follow the weight up. Another interesting point is that when the shoulders protract, right, when I get from here up and they protract and follow the weight, I'm actually effectively shortening the distance that I have to press the dumbbells. It's an inherent cheat. And the reason why that's happening is because you have that chest weakness. So now you can do the same thing and see the same thing here as I mentioned on a push-up. As I press away, what's happening? Are my shoulders pushing me away or is my chest actually doing the pushing? We could tell if the shoulders stay back behind the chest. If your shoulders can stay back here and the chest can press away on both exercises, you probably got adequate strength in your chest. If not, if you find that it's uh, trailing behind the dominant shoulder, you're gonna wanna do something about it. The next major red flag that we have to cover here is actually a comparison between your overhead press and your bench press. And the thing is, you're looking for the discrepancy here. If you are somebody that is getting close to hitting your body weight on an overhead press, but you fail to come close to a one and a half time body weight on a bench press, that you need to look more into the weakness of your chest because it's there. Guys, your bench press is using your shoulders, your triceps, and your chest to perform the lift. An overhead press, while using all three of those muscle groups, of course, is more heavily reliant on the shoulders because of the angle of the press against gravity. If you're excelling here, then you likely don't have a shoulder weakness. However, when you take that same shoulder strength to your bench press and you suffer dramatically to get to the strength standard of, let's say, one and a half times body weight, then that means to me that that chest is lacking. I'm going to tell you what to do about it, but just understand it's a major red flag. All right, red flag number three is actually back here in the bench press, and it has to do with the contributing muscles to the press, like I mentioned, the shoulders, the chest, 
and the triceps. And it's where in a rep of a bench press are you actually failing? Because it tells a lot about where you're weakest. If I perform a bench press rep, obviously I have to get the bar down to my chest. I have to press it back up to the top to lock out. If you are failing constantly in the middle of the rep, right about here, you get it off your chest, but you can't really get it through the middle here and you can't get it to lock out, or you can't even reach that portion, it's most likely because your chest is the weakest point. It's the weakest link. Why is that? Because when we're at the bottom of the press, the shoulders are in their most advantageous position here to do the pushing. I, do, I did mention in the beginning there how you want to try to get the chest to help out and recruit from down there by getting the proper position, but it's not to discredit the fact that the shoulders are going to be contributing the most off of the chest. At the very top, to get through lockout, your triceps are going to be recruited maximally. However, getting through that mid-range is where the chest is going to be called upon the most, and if you always fail in that middle portion of the rep, then you need to start looking at your chest. I, again, I'm going to tell you what to do exactly to fix this, but just be aware that is a major red flag that your chest is not contributing enough. Moving on, red flag number four is dealing with the push-up again. Now, you want to do the push-up as I showed you in step one, with that chest sticking out in front of the shoulders. But the first thing is, can you do 25 of them? Yes, 25. And more importantly, it's not just about overall strength when we're talking about red flags for weakness. We also want to know what is the quality of your muscle endurance. Can you continue to produce a movement over and over again, and especially push-ups are somewhere where we can measure that. Here's an interesting twist on it though. What you want to do is you want to take what I just told you about the bench press, put the chest into its most vulnerable position, and be able to still execute the rep. So here's your task. You want to be able to get down to the ground and complete 25 repetitions with five second intervals spaced in between, holding in that hardest position. So you come down to the ground, you do one push-up, two, three, four, five, down in that mid-range, and hold. Two, three, four, five. Come up, five more. One, two, three, four, five. In the middle, one, two, three, four, five. Go again. One, two, three, four, five. Down for five. So this is now 15 repetitions with 15 seconds of holding. Now I come up. One, two, three, four, five, a five second hold here. That would be my 20 reps with 20 seconds of holding. And then finally, one, two, three, four, five, and hold. One, two, three, four, and five. Not easy, burning, but burning right where we want it to be. I want to see if you can do that all the way through the duration. If you can't, again, it's an indication that maybe you're not lacking overall strength, but you're certainly lacking some muscle endurance, and that's a key factor as well. You got to address it all. Last but not least, guys, another red flag, and it has to do once again with a comparison strength, and that is how you perform on a dip. If you perform better on an upright dip than you do on a properly performed chest dip with your, with your torso leaning forward, you've got a chest weakness, and it's something you want to address. Let me demonstrate. If up here you're able to do more upright dips, keeping your torso up straight, then you are, when you get your body leaned forward here, like that, then what you've done is once again, you put the chest in a better position to help out in the exercise as you angled your body forward. You've taken the triceps away from the, as the main mover of the exercise, but you've also exposed the fact that 
being able to do less in that position means that you're weaker there. All right, so most importantly now, those are your red flags, but what do you do about it? We want to start right here on the dip. One thing you don't want to do is always treat this as a bodyweight exercise that you continue to just rack up rep after rep after rep. Introduce some weight. Introduce a, a, a weight belt with an added weight plate so you can actually start to overload this exercise. I don't care if it brings down the number of reps you can perform. It's going to help to bring up the strength in this exercise, which will help to carry over over to all the other things and address this chest weakness. So we want to make sure you do that. Again, we talked about the initial exercise, where you're pressing from. If you're performing your bench press, if you're performing your push-ups, the tendency is to allow the shoulders to start to drift in front of the chest. Don't do that. Become consciously aware because of this video that you don't want that to happen and allow the chest to initiate the movement and stay out in front of the shoulder. The next thing when we're talking about the bench press itself, that mid-range, that's where you were weakest. So why don't you work on that? You can actually do partial repetitions, of course, in addition to your full range of motion repetitions, but do some additional partials as some extra work to address your weakness and also introduce some pause reps. They don't always have to be on your chest when you initiate the pause. You can do that in the mid-range of a rep and then continue the rep from there. Finally, you want to make sure that you're introducing not just those three big exercises. As much as we love dips, bench press, and push-ups, you do want to make sure that you're strengthening the chest because that is where your weakness is. And a great way to do that is to introduce some exercises that actually take the chest through full adduction, crossing midline, like a crossover, that's going to allow you to actually load up the weight as well. This does not have to be done as a weak and light exercise. You can add up some weight here. Just make sure that you're doing them through their full range of motion because that is one of the things that's lacking. So guys, when it comes to training your chest, you got to make sure that you're overcoming the weaknesses that you have. But it first comes by identifying what those weaknesses are. Hopefully this video has allowed you to find out where you're weakest and however many red flags you have. The more you have, the more you have to address this. If you're looking for a program, guys, that builds in ways to overcome all these red flags. We make sure to overlook nothing in our training, guys. When you train like an athlete, everything matters. All of our programs available over at athletics.com. In the meantime, if you found this video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know what else you want me to cover, and I'll do my best to do that for you. If you haven't already, guys, please subscribe and turn on your notifications. You don't want to miss any of the new videos, including the other ones we put together in this very series of red flags. All right, guys, I'll see you again soon.